the guy should be in federal prison and <laughs> potentially like poor I don't even know, like tar and feathered for some shit like that. That's just insane. Tarred and feathered. <laughs> everybody and welcome back to objectively the most underrated podcast not only in real estate but in the entire universe aka the walkthrough where each and every single week we walk you through this week's trending topics in real estate my name is dan o'neill and joining me today on this week's episode i am thrilled i am energetic i am so excited to have my co-host my friend total face guy mr eric the broke agent AKA Eric Simon. Eric, we're just 23 days away from Success Summit, AKA the Super Bowl of real estate. How many microblades and facials have you gotten? Have you gotten a hair <laughs> transplant? And how are you today, buddy? I got a haircut scheduled in two days. So it'll okay. be three weeks before, well, I guess the conference starts August 22nd, actually. So it'll be perfect 18, 19 days before, and I'm getting a facial next week. Skin will be perfectly clear. I cannot wait for the TF Summit and to see all of you there. And just in case, I got two extra faces right here. Ah, so I will I be want, good. I need one of those in my hotel room. Oh, my gosh. Uh, speaking of my hotel I'll room, be in there. You don't also, worry. we are also joined by returning guest, uh, veteran. Thank you for your service, as per always. Maybe the hottest man, the hottest man in content right now. From the Space Coast, Mr. Shane Bergman. Shane, how you doing? Will we be seeing you at the Bam Bash? Definitely, man. And I actually um well, fight I'm somebody again this year. I'm gonna try, <laughs> but I made this shirt last year for uh Tom Ferry. And I was like, it'd be great, man, if I just threw this shirt to him. It says red is the new black. I was like gonna promote Summit. Um it's probably the dumbest shirt I've ever made, so I Wait, never gave did it you to just him. Make but I'm everybody wearing... shirts? Is that like your thing? You made me a shirt last time too. I, Remember when I made you and it? Jason Cassidy a shirt. Um and then <laughs> This is the the other one, but yeah, I will be at Success Summit, amped up for it, flying in on Sunday. Got some cool stuff planned, and uh, as always, guys, I appreciate you allowing me back on this podcast. I'm like kind of perplexed as to why, yeah, but I appreciate because, you guys because you bring nonstop value, Shane. That's what you do. You are a content machine, and every time you come in here, you have hot takes. You read the articles. You know what you're talking about. People love you, and you're just the hottest man in real estate content for the first time ever. For the first time ever. We are thrilled to have on Miss Marie Lee, a.k.a. Move Me to Tennessee. That rhymes from Nashville. By the way, I also have a referral for you after this. All right. How are you today? Wow. And thank you for joining and welcome to the Thunderdome. That is the Walkthrough Podcast. Dan, I'm great. Happy to be here and um, ready to chat more shop with you guys. Let's go. Let's Hell talk yeah. shop. Today, we are talking diabolical practices of agents that have been recorded on ring cameras. Can't make it up. What not to say to a consumer the first time that you meet and the, I guess, uh, what the pushback on that uh, article, Eric, August content and much, much more. But if you're listening, if you're watching, if you're Diane Simon, please take one second here. Throw us a like, throw us a comment. Let us know what you think of the show. We appreciate you very, very much. Let's get into it. Topic number one. Titled, this is not my words. Titled, grosses me out. Homeowner reacts to what realtor did in her home. <laughs> Got milk? Gotcha. Real estate agent nailed for chugging milk from a seller's fridge. The Washington Post milked the story. <laughs> See what I, that was nice. Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. You know they're good. Thank you. After a home surveillance camera caught Mikey Rose, by the way, I have a Mike Rose on my team. This is not him drinking milk straight out of the container at a house he was showing. The British Columbia Financial Services Authority, my God, that is a tongue twister, 
a government agency tasked with regulating the Canadian province's financial institutions on July 18th deemed his actions unbecoming under the British Columbian Real Estate Services Act. They fined him 20,000 Canadian dollars or approximately 15,000 USD. It's about, I don't know, 3,000 pesos if you're, uh, you're in Mexico. The agency nope. also ordered Rose to pay an additional $2,500, 2,500 Canadian dollars or almost $2,000 in enforcement expenses. Record show. We got to play the clip, right? I mean, this guy's chugging milk out of a refrigerator. What in the world? Yeah, this guy, this guy, 30 minutes before a showing, yeah. goes into the fridge, oh. takes out the carton, no. and just chugs it raw. Here's no the video. Way. Like, there he is oh right there. Mm -hmm. Look at this guy. First of all, it looks like he's just wearing shorts and a hat. Not great. <laughs> like, why is his hip in like though? That? That's that's on his hips. Oh, he knew where God. this thing was. Is it a double too, hand? I didn't <laughs> yeah, realize it was yes, he, did. he opened did he two handed oh, on that one? He opened that fridge up with absolute authority and took it straight <laughs> from the carton. He did not pour himself a glass <laughs> of water. He for something else. He was going he's for a second piece. Yeah. This guy looks like there he's he a homie. <laughs> and that's it. Oh right my there. God. Thank you, Haley. Just moving on with the Dude, showing. Just like if, that. If, if that if you would, would have told me that like that was a homeowner, I would have believed you. That guy knew exactly where it was. That wasn't his first time. No. That was not his first time doing that. No. And for context, he took the entire gallon of milk, put his lips on it like that after it was already on the seller's lips. That is absolutely criminal. And I guess the context of this article is we're going to talk about some of some of maybe if we've ever had any stories or if you've ever been caught on a ring camera, but also what we think of that. Uh, Eric, I'll kick it to you. Have you ever, like you get all these memes and all these funny stories. What's maybe like the most diabolical thing you've ever heard or seen from somebody with a ring camera? And what did you think of this guy just slamming uh, this milk? I mean, did he deserve a $20,000 fine? <laughs> yeah, okay. I think he did. I, there's something very eerie and uncomfortable about this. Just the, the fact that he walking? thought that he had he the like, authority. Hmm. Yeah, he was he was gooping around like some like intergalactic in figure. It was very, <laughs> very strange. You ever see the guy in Men in Black? He's like, more sugar. More like, that's sugar like water. I, yeah, more water. More, more milk. Water. Sugar. sugar <laughs> he, water. Um, yeah, that, it, it was one of the most ridiculous things that I've I've seen on a ring camera. I, I've been sent a bunch of crazy stuff, but I actually had a story happen to me and it's not crazy, but it was just embarrassing. And it it should help realtors always have their antenna up anytime we're showing a house. I was at an open house in Brentwood at one of my listings and one of the clients asked or one of the buyers asked, is this building facing east or west? I had no idea. So I just said east, you know, I said 50, 50 chance. About 25 seconds later, I got a text from the seller saying it's actually facing west. So I looked like an idiot. I should have known the answer to that. And clearly, they were watching on the patio with oh. their ring camera. So you always have to be, um, you know, weary of the fact that something like this is happening. And yeah, like opening the seller's fridge, maybe I think it's kosher to take a water bottle. Maybe if there's yeah. three or four water bottles, because. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. then like if you're dying of thirst. So this guy said that he just started a new prescription. And he was dying of thirst. That was the context, yeah, of it, which is also crazy no, no, no. to me that that he went for for milk out of no, all milk, right? Of water. And then the ring he camera also was. caught him sitting on the couch during the showing. So not even showing them around. And then he like broke, he broke <laughs> one of the like couch armchairs as well. So oh, this guy God. clearly was just making himself at home. So I mean, it also be, like one, one bad apple cameras. ruins it. For everybody, right? Like it makes the entire industry look. That was brutal. Of course, because like, because these 
like you don't hear good news about real estate agents. You don't hear Shane Bergman or Marie Lee just closed a deal, you know, in in 30 days and everybody was happy. Contingencies were like it was perfect, right? You hear these stories and it makes real estate agents look like morons. Go ahead, Marie. Oh, I was just going to say, isn't this like a perfect commercial for milk, though? Remember like those 90s ads where it was talking about like got milk and how strong you'd be and this guy chugs this milk and then breaks a couch armchair? Like milk needs to go ahead and get on that like this could be a really great marketing <laughs> tool <milk>. for them <laughs> yeah you know, he just has the mustache with like the buyer you know, like, yeah. oh, that's <laughs> disgusting milk, milk is a disgusting thing to just yeah, just like, drink raw over the age of like ugh. 13 when you're just trying to you know get more hits in little league shane Why what are your thoughts on this cup? like I you mean, know if you're gonna be that much of a savage and you're gonna say you're on a you know prescription just put it in a cup like you literally <laughs> Put your your mouth on it. That is foul, Shane. Was, what's was like a, the most the craziest thing that you've done well, or seen? I'll get I'll get to that. But this guy, I mean, from further context on when he did this, it was during the pandemic. So, oh. and the only reason the lady found out about it is because they they had a second showing, and this guy. Uh, no one ever Had showed up. She went back through her footage to see if they ever showed up. <laughs> and then she saw this this guy doing this shit. So, yeah, I think at, at least it undermines the confidence in the public about real estate agents. And we don't have a great reputation as it stands. But yeah, not only did the asshole show up 30 minutes early, not only did he drink out of someone else's milk out of the fridge with children and shit during the fucking global pandemic <laughs> and he broke their couch <laughs> like absolutely yeah. the guy should be in federal prison and <laughs> potentially like poor i don't even know like tar and feathered for some shit like that that's just insane Garden feathers yeah <laughs> so i don't know what's, what's in really, canada man i don't know what they do up there for punishment what's really interesting is uh on my mls now they actually just made this uh, on one key they made this uh, a standard it's paperwork and it actually goes on uh, our listings right you you have to actually get it signed by the homeowners to say if mm -hmm. whether or not they have cameras, ring camera, indoor camera, and which I actually like really like, I tell on my team just like even buyers, like, hey, listen, if you don't like anything in the house, just wait till we go outside till we get to the curb. But even still, like sometimes that ring camera can pick it up. And I have some some kind of wild stories of just, you know, some people letting it spray or talking crap about the house or like even just an agent saying something to me and I'm like, mm, that wasn't good. And uh, so now I, I always just tell everyone, just wait till you get to the curb and then let's talk. You never know. But I found it really interesting that my MLS or my, my association adapted that into paperwork and on the MLS. I don't think anybody ever looks at it to see if there's a ring camp. Like, you, you ever seen the tiny, tiny ones that are like, you know, right by like the Super TV small. like this? It's like in a teddy bear. You don't even know. You know, like I got one in my house. Yeah. I got a ring camera on me at all times because of Miles. We have my dog. <laughs> it's called a, a Furbo. So I'm constantly being watched. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In my, in my own apartment. It's crazy. Can't you send like the toy, like like treats to him too? And stuff yeah, like we that? shoot him really? treats. We could talk to him, ask him how his day is. He converses so, with Shane, us. It's great. Shane, my my probably worst ever was I was um I was talking about uh, a female uh you know when I was single to another, like you know just guy kind of talk. Sure. No disrespect. Nothing disrespectful. Just no. Definitely of course. Not. No. Right? Of course uh, but we were all the way at the curb, and uh, someone texts me and goes, "Hey, we can hear you." Mm. So, uh, <laughs> from that point forward, I was zipping my lips about everything. Right, beautiful house. Um, have you ever heard, had anything happen like that to you? And then I'm going to pass it to Marie. 
I had a, it was an interesting situation where I sat on the MLS committee locally or in our, in our Space Coast Association here. And um, so we have coming soon campaigns. And during a, a coming soon campaign, the house cannot be physically shown. We had an agent report another agent for showing the property during that coming soon. We're like, how would she know? There's no way. And she literally lived across the street and used her ring doorbell mm. to show someone was entering the property. And then the argument was like, how do you know that was a buyer, not a vendor or a contractor performing work? So like literally we were, we were all kind of like, in this stage, like trying to like figure out if this person was in violation of the coming soon campaign, they were not because it was like too ambiguous. But like, I was like, that's a almost an abuse of like surveillance on your neighbor's home during yeah. an MLS listing. I was like, that's that to me was like kind of wild. Yeah. Marie, Marie you, there's no way that you have any wild stories, right? Like you, you seem like the nicest person on planet Earth. <laughs> I feel like I need more sellers or I just need more people in general to have surveillance in their homes because there was this one time I went to go and show a property. It was a tenant occupied property and I had scheduled this showing maybe about a week out and I got to the home um, and just was walking around the exterior, noticed that a back door was open and I was thought that was odd. So I walked in and if they had a surveillance camera, like this would have been gold. I would never have to work in real estate again. Um, a naked man came out of the basement oh and there were boiling eggs. Like there was like a little kitchenette in the basement. This yes. guy was like boiling <laughs> eggs and was naked and wrapped up in a towel. And I tried telling the listing agent like, hey guys, this is... Um, I thought the property wasn't going to be occupied. I thought somebody was going to be off. And they're like, oh, well, they didn't even know who the guy was. They didn't realize that this person was living in the home. It was like a subtenant of the of the property. So if I had surveillance in this case, I probably would have looked a lot more sane. But me trying to convey this message, I think, just took all type of... Um, you know, sense and everything out of, I, they didn't, they didn't believe me in this case, but surveillance would help. A crazy thing to make up. You saw a naked man yeah. boiling eggs. Did. Boiling eggs. Imagine, oh my God. You just got milk right there. Boils too. eggs. In the milk. Yeah. Yeah, Milk's right. disgusting, but the smell of boiling eggs is also yeah. repulsive. Oh, so it's like, as I don't think I even that. know what boiling eggs smells like. Like, who boils them? Sulfur. I mean, eggs smells like eggs. <laughs> it, it's terrible. <laughs> I've never had an egg. Anyway, of course. Yeah, of course. I'm a picky eater. All right. Anyway, all right. Let us know what you think about this milk guzzling agent. If you should be thrown in jail forever, or like Shane said, tart and feather feathered or if uh if you have any funny ring camera stories uh and make sure to like and subscribe here that was just maybe that might have been the most insane story we've ever covered on the show and we've done some <laughs> All right, you know what Dan? To... if what? here's what i think about that like this guy obviously hasn't been to the tom ferry conference where he would know that he cannot go into a place and chug milk so by the way, you got to join us because <laughs> that's what they teach. That's what Jason Pantana teaches at the TF Summit. You got to join us at the Tom Ferry Summit because we are hosting Bam Bash, which is co-hosted by Coffee and Contracts. And we are throwing a huge party on August 22nd from 6 to 9. It is going to be a rager. You have to come. But first, you got to go to the Tom Ferry Conference itself. If you want to do that, you want to get the cheapest ticket in town, use code P-R-B-A-M-S-S for $100 off. That is P-R-B-A-M-S-S. SS for a hundred dollars off. And Dan, I got another surprise here for the listeners. Two. If you're listening to this right now, we are giving away two free VIP tickets to the TF summit. There's a link down in the description and you also get to come to Bam Bash, hang out with us, drink for free and rage VIP <laughs> tickets link down in the description. 
We are going to announce the winner Monday on the hot sheet. So we will see you at the <laughs> they, TF Summit. They, they got they got VIP. They got VIP like that. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And if you get VIP at Bam Bash, you get to go hang out with Dan for three hours straight. You get to be in his pocket. So, buddy, I last year, yes or no, was I not sitting there like a a scribe the entire time? I took yeah, yeah. You became Daniel Deals. We know it was was a huge evolution. Yeah, there are the notes right there. It's like a beautiful mind, just random, random drawings. Beautiful. Yeah, there's a lot of drawings. (laughs) That is fantastic. Anyway. We will see you there. What an ad read. That, that was that was very was incredibly great. impressive. Really uh, it's not even an ad read, which is great. Great promo there. Very excited for it. Can't wait to be there. Topic number two, speaking of August and the Super Bowl and Success Summit and success in general, speaking of success, we have Eric Simon here. Topic number two, August 2023 content ideas for agents. August has a grand total of zero real holidays, which is kind of actually like nice for once. Holidays end up being a constant excuse as to why something can't get done in real estate or a real estate deal. And these are Eric's words. So I probably should have let him read it, but it's good to establish a little normalcy as we head into the summer. Also July is always the worst content month in terms of clicks, views and opens because nobody's paying attention. Everyone's on vacation and so on and so forth. So we welcome August with open arms. Eric, there's about 99.9% chance that you use chat GPT for this. <laughs> of course. Why don't you go ahead and break down some August content ideas and you came up with, and then we can go around and share some of ours. I don't have many, to be honest. I am excited to hear what Shane and Marie have, but this is what I got. I know there's a couple of fake holidays that you might be able to trend jack off of. August 4th, we have International Beer Day, Shane's favorite day. So maybe you can <laughs> go into certain restaurants, talk about your favorite cold ones, maybe list them green screen style, one, two, three. These are my three favorite places to get a beer in this community. It's not a bad idea, right? And no, he'd be rather Sauvignon Blanc than beer. I think it's International yeah, okay. Friend Day, too, on the Santa 4th. Oh, is it? Okay, well, we can celebrate that together, Shane. Two days ago was International Girlfriend Day. August 24th happens to be Strange Music Day. Now, would I announce that it's Strange Music Day? Probably not. I don't think that's good content. But I always like taking the music angle um, for open houses. Pull your audience. What what, uh, music do you want to listen to when you come into an open house? What music do you listen to on the way to a listing appointment or after you crush a listing appointment? You know, these are sort of things you could pull your audience on or do a funny video on. And then obviously it's end of summer, back to school content's going to be huge. Where do you go shopping? Where can you get the best deals? That type of thing. So those can, are can my August content ideas. Yes, go ahead. So, so far on the show, if, if you're a fan, we've talked about uh, the summer solstice, right? We talked about uh, the moon, the tides. You've talked about uh, farm crops, all those things. Who makes these Correct. fucking holidays, right? Like who, who just says, hey, August 4th, International Girlfriend Day. I feel like it gets every day. I see National Puppy Day every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, feel I don't like know you can petition these. for any holiday you want, and then so uh, I can just make it. We should have. I've always said we should have International Realtor Day, where nobody can reach out to us, and we just have <laughs> one day, one day to ourselves, and there's complete silence across all of our clients and everything. Uh, Marie, let's start with you. Yeah. August content ideas. What do you have coming down in the pipeline, and what are you filming? What do you got for this month? okay well first off um i love i love thinking of like themes so back to school content i think is very relevant um but as a former teacher i think i'd take the spin and instead of like back to school for kids 
I think of it like back to real estate school. So starting posting like, hey, if you're trying to get into your home before the holidays, like let's go ahead and start setting the setting the tone now. Like what steps do we need to take now to get started like with a real estate process? So like coming at it from an educational point of view, maybe I would do like a weekly series for a few weeks where I'm bringing on vendors or things like that. And we're talking more about the process. So more with like, you know, lenders or the title company or inspectors, almost like a boot camp, if you will. So that'd be my personal approach. Um, outside of, outside of that, I feel like trending, you know, trending news could be great. Um, we haven't talked about aliens yet. I feel like aliens are all over the news. I feel like there's got to be a way to tie content in with aliens and like real estate right now. So I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have the idea of making a move to Tennessee to like live a homestead lifestyle. So I think my personal approach might be like, hey, if you want to like, you know, live off the grid and you're you're trying to, you know, be outside of the alien aliens per view like we've got a spot for you in fact i uh, found a go ahead dan no no you, you go you finish, you finish. yeah dan's, I was jump, say... dan's jumping through his skin right now to talk about aliens <laughs> i found like an 80 acre um property that's on the outskirts of nashville that was a former bomb shelter like in the 60s that's underground so like i've got the perfect i definitely have the perfect pro- property to showcase um so Marie. i don't know you yeah. are you are wrong, actually. You think you <laughs> okay. think aliens will just attack big cities. Have you seen the movie Signs? It's a remote <laughs> location. It's it's cornfields and crops and crops not attacking any of us. <laughs> you fools. It's called probing. Have you seen Shane, have you Shane, have you seen signs? Have you ever seen I, scary I, I, movie too? is walking through, like still gets me to this day. It's like the scariest love, part of the movie. I love the Marie, general. In, the general in science. He's like, it's called probing. It's a military procedure. <laughs> yeah. It's a covert operation. You know that guy. <laughs> and Merrill's just sitting there looking nervous. Oh, Look, love the, love the alien point. Big alien guy here. I've been trying to convince Eric the aliens are real for seven I years. Believe, so. I believe. I believe it. And Marie, I also <laughs> love the point of spinning educational content into real so estate school. That's brilliant. In fact, it's so brilliant. I wish I came up with it. I'm actually upset with myself. Oh, man, you missed your opportunity. Yeah, there, I did. But Good job. Yeah, let's go. All right. Shane, Shane, what, do you, All right, what, Shane. what do you got on the dock here? Yeah, you always got some. Real estate. <laughs> oh, I had a couple of things. So I read the article you guys put out, and I think it was incredible. Like the three favorite places to go restaurants. I think you showed a Jason Cassidy video as like an example. So kind of like leveraging green screen to be able to do that. I feel like it's such a, an awesome way to do any kind of content around that. Um, as far as like, is Daniel? Yes. Hi. We're just laughing because as, like, we talk about that Jason we, Cassidy. We talk about you and Cassidy every week. Cassidy's oh, no, a but, good but, video. Well, it's okay. The video was go, good, go but ahead, like Shane. implementation of the green screen, I think makes doing those videos so much easier because before we would have to actually go to all those restaurants, I would drink like 30 beers, not saying that's a problem, <laughs> but it's like I get sloppy after a few. So right. uh, I think green screen is great for that. You guys, um, like the back to school thing in my mind was um, like now that the kids are back in school, like routine changes. Anytime routine changes, people kind of go into like this weird mental place. Uh, so I was on the, the other side of like a relaxation mode for the parents because now they have a lot of time on their hands. So I think Tom Story talked about this recently, how he did the manicures and mimosas. So mm-hmm. I was like thinking like as an event for your clientele, your, like your A-list clients, do some sort yep. of like relaxation thing for them, a giveaway, Smart. whatever you can do to get crafty. Um, and then also like just following real estate trends, like how the cyclical nature of real estate works. Like I think uncovering some of that data as we're like 
into the second month in the Q3. I'm an analytical guy, so I always like to show trends and how I feel like this this year was a little bit delayed as far as like the apex month that we would normally see in in like May or June. Um, and then Summit content, man, I'm doing a ton of shit with that. Going to Summit and collaborating with a lot of the amazing agents that are going to be there is my like what I'm really excited about. And we have a ton of video ideas and content ideas for that in the queue. And we've been you know working mm. on this for about three months. Really. Huh. Eric, are you doing a video, Shane? Where yep. are you? Oh, you are? Mm. Yeah, we all are. Yeah, it's yeah. on the list. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's weird. You bring Shane and I are flying in at the same exact time. Yeah. We have a two-hour time slot room? to film content. Yeah, we are. Same Inter- bed. Not. Same bed. Same cold. International Mar- friend day, right? Yeah, exactly. It's international. Yeah. Marie, are you, go- are you going to Summit? You know, I was just talking to Haley about this, and we're trying to find uh, trying to find the way for me to get there. So I'm hoping to be there. It'll be my first Tom Ferry event. So nice. super excited. Well, I know, I know yeah. how to get there. You just you go on Expedia um, <laughs> and book <laughs> a flight. Yeah. I'm like, ASS twenty four. What was it? ASS twenty four. I no, I'm like in the middle of traveling during that period of time, so I'm like trying to figure out where I would be. At, like my airport where I'd start would not be the airport that I'd end up, so I'm just trying to coordinate all that. But I want to uh, take advantage of some some time with Bam, some time with Tom, some time with yeah. coffee and contracts. So I think exactly. it'll be a great time overall. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Dan, time. do you have anything? Do you have anything? Uh, what time out? Yeah, go ahead. Is there is a holiday in August. Is there Women's a holiday? Equality Day is is August twenty sixth. Oh, okay. What, what, is, what, is, what is that? Women's Equality <laughs> Day, August twenty sixth. We yeah, also I'll have. We also you'll be at Women's Equality Day, Dan. Uh-huh. We also have oh. uh, the Real. Women's World Cup, which is going on right now, um, August twenty sixth. College football starts. The U.S. Open mm-hmm. for tennis. So these are mm-hmm. just some ideas to get the the gears moving for content. Dan, yeah. do you have anything planned? Of course I do. And I'm going to pretend like I'm not incredibly offended here by Mr. Shane Bergman after we shared three bottles of Sauvignon Blanc together and he made me a shirt right here. But (laughs) all of your points, uh, you know, what we've been doing and my buddy Charles Weinrob has been green screening the best diners in town, the best places you'll get Chinese food, pizza. They're getting like 400,000 views. It is actually insane. So I'm going to start doing some of those. I love the back to school points. I had that written down as well. We're going to be doing a ton of philanthropy. So we're going to be filming that, right? Like, you know, back to school drives for the kids that are in need, um, giving back and starting to plan for next year. Like a lot of agents don't realize now is the time to start getting all of your SOPs and all of your, you know, plans ready for next year because it comes up like that. So maybe making some content on that, reporting our numbers, reporting on the market, what's going on, our local absorption rate, because people want to know what's going on. We're in a record low inventory, so on and so forth. Uh, recruiting, what you might have to offer, or if you're a solo agent, right? Like what your brand has to offer, more success stories. Because, you know, if you think back on the last couple of clients you've had, you've probably had an incredible journey, right? So posting more success stories and put your face out there. Unless you look like Eric, then maybe wear a hat every time and have make sure that your camera's from 1997. But other than that, <laughs> that put your face great. out there, share your story. We love August. We love these fake real holidays. I'm actually on Wikipedia right now and I'm making my own UFO day. So I'll see you guys at UFO day in Nashville, Tennessee. Keep the chain. Keep the chain. Keep the chain. Come on. Yeah. Any any final thoughts here before we move on to the worst question that an agent can ask on their first phone call here by Tom Tool? I got a final thought actually. Sure. If you want to become a content machine, you got to join BAMX right now. This is our private community. We have the best agents in the game. We have my Instagram course. We have Haley's 
um, Canva marketing course. We have objection handling with Tom Tool. Our community is growing tens, twenties by the day. It is absolutely crazy. Use code walkthrough, W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U for 10% off. Get in BAMX right now. And you will also get a 25% discount to a in-person BAM event, which we're not mentioning yet, but we got something coming up September 20th. End of summer BAM camp, little teaser right there. All BAMX members get 25% off. So you're going to want to get in there right now. It's coming up. Best community in the game. All right, let's, let's go. go on to cup, topic for a cup number of coffee. Three. You know who's not going to the BAM camp is Shane Bergman. Shane, <laughs> Shane, is, not Shane is going, and Shane is actually speaking at BAM camp. Hello there. Hi, guys. How can I help yeah, you? Right. Topic number three, uh, by the way, at BAMX uh, is literally a cup of coffee, and it is my team loves it. We're utilizing it every single day. Byron's in there doing live chats, talking to everybody every single yeah, day. We got, we got five monthly coffee. live streams, and the community's yeah. great. So get in there. All right, number three here, topic number three from Tom Tool. The worst question agents can ask on the first phone call. Do you guys know what it is? Well, you probably do because you read the article. It is, are you pre-approved? This is one of the worst questions a real estate agent can ask a prospect during a first conversation with them. Uh, let's see up the, the, the video really fast yeah. and then I'm going to... Yeah, interested to hear your yeah. guys' thoughts on this. This is Tom Tool's opinion. We got a lot of pushback in the comments on this. We'll get to those. Yeah. Yeah. Are you pre-approved is one of the worst questions a real estate agent can ask a prospect. Imagine if you're on a date, first time you meet somebody, and you ask the person sitting across from you at the table, hey, how much money do you make? Hey, how much money do you have in the bank? That person's probably going to get up and walk away. Yet, knowing that happens outside of the real estate transaction in the real estate world, real estate agents constantly ask, this dog shit question. Are you pre-approved? Here's a better way to ask this. Are you planning on paying cash or do you want to finance? It's a very different approach because you're assuming, hey, this person could be a cash buyer or maybe they need to finance the purchase. And you don't want to ask this question during the first two or three minutes, maybe by the second date or the third date. So the second appointment or the third appointment, you can work these things in and maybe even preference it with, hey, if we want to present an offer on this home, the seller's going to want to make sure we can get financing. I'm sure that's not an issue here. So are you planning on paying cash or are you going to finance the purchase? Make it about getting the home and not, hey, this person's only going to be worth my time if they have a pre-approval. Because if you take the approach of the latter and ask that horrible question, are you pre-approved? You're going to lose business. No question about it. I'm not saying don't qualify. All right, shut this guy up. We get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, <laughs> I'm out of here. Tom is saying here, and, and I, I adamantly agree with him, like mm -hmm. to the 1,000th degree here. Mm -hmm. you, there's ways around that question, right? And there are innocent questions that you can ask to lead you to that example. I, the ALM script, right? Appointment, location, motivation. We'll get into that in a second. To Tom's point, like imagine you're online at, at Starbucks or you're, out, you're at a, on a date, right? You're not going to ask somebody, hey, what's your credit score? How much do you have in the bank? They don't know you. You're, you're just a Zillow connection. You're a random person. We've had this problem with my team where we'll go back and listen to our calls and they're like, oh, the lead's no good, right? They're blah, 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 blah. Then we listen to the call and the first question is, hi, my name is so and Dan O'Neill. Are you pre-approved? What? The person immediately just shuts down. Who the hell are you to ask me? Like, you know, like, fuck, buzz off. So what we do and what my team is trained to do is, right, appointment, location, motivation. By asking these innocent questions, it will lead you to your answer, right? If you say, hey, but like you set the appointment right away, 
what about this location at 12 Main Street? Like, why, you know, why Smithtown? Why New York? You know, why, why this area? They're going to start telling that you're, they're going to start telling you about themselves, right? Oh, we've been looking for a long time. We've been lived here, lived there. That's location. Now, motivation. You know, wh hey, wh why are you guys looking right now? How, how long have you been looking for? We've been looking for eight months. Oh, well, you're probably pretty approved. Uh, you know what? We just started the search. This is the first house that we clicked on. You know, we just wanted to go take a look. They're probably not. But now when I meet them in person, and before I even meet them in person, I'm going to send them a front-facing video. Hi, my name is Dan O'Neill. I'm super excited to meet you. I just wanted to put a friendly, ugly face to the name, right? If you have any questions before we meet on Saturday, I say that joke every time. If you have any questions before Saturday, you know, feel free to reach out and let me know. I'm really excited to meet you guys. See you then. Then when you build rapport with them and you're walking around and you actually now are meeting them and talking to them, you can build a little bit more trust. You can't ask somebody right off the bat, hey, have you been pre-approved? Like, and, and I saw all those comments uh, of people saying, well, you know, I'm not going to waste my time. And we've all been there. I get it. But in today's market right now, with a random lead that doesn't know you from a hole in the wall, that's clicking on Zillow, that is the worst question to ask. And my last point, you know, I'm, 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 my BPMs are really high here. I'm there's very, more. very, there's very more. fired up. Uh, ALM script, uh, something like that, front-facing video, build rapport. Biggest thing is just literally set the appointment, okay? And then the one objection, this is my last point here, we get this all the time, is some sellers and listing agents do require a pre-approval to see the home. So now at that point, I will call that person back and say, listen, I am so sorry, I hate to do this to you, but the seller is requiring that everybody comes in with a pre-approval. They don't want random strangers walking through the home. I can connect you to my lender in two seconds. I know you don't know me. It'll take two seconds. Just have a convo with him. He'll spit out a pre-approval, and we'll be good. I did. I disagree. Um, well, of course, let's go. Are, I feel like that's why the I analogy. <laughs> so I, I strongly disagree with the analogy. I spent way too much time this morning figuring out what the analogy really should be. However, I agree with the ideology of it. So the analogy of of Tom's, uh, you're on a date and you ask someone how much money is in their bank account is not the same as me asking if someone's pre-approved. The, the actual analogy would be like, if I'm on a date with you, Eric, and I ask if you have a job, right? That's the actual analogy. And how many times does that question come up in a first date? Every single time. Okay. So there's a I better way to ask it. Well, let me tell you the better way to ask the question, because okay. I'm, I'm not going to directly ask you, are you pre-approved? My question is, and it's how we train our team, when was the last time you spoke with a lender? That's going to answer every question you have about it. If they're but, cash, but they're, they're going to lie their ass off to you. Let's, let's role play that. Ready? Yeah. I, I, uh, Shane, I'm interested in one to three main street. I saw you how had it listed on Zillow. How much money do you have in your bank account? Zero dollars. <laughs> Great. You're a perfect candidate for a lender. <laughs> let's really so, role play. So the question would be like, so, all right, Dan, let's do it. Let's try it. Okay. Hi, Mr. Bergman. Uh, I'm interested in one to three main street. Uh, can I have a showing at Saturday, 12 o'clock? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to schedule that show in for you. Just a couple of questions for you. Sure. Uh, when was the last time you spoke with a lender? And I'll go straight into it. I mean, I spoke to my cousin yesterday, Saturday, 12, good or. So your cousin's a lender. Yeah. What is that? Yes. Yes. My cousin's a lender. Um, is the house available? It said I, when I clicked on Zillow that it was free Saturday, 12. I, if it's not, I, I could call the listing agent. You could call the listing agent, but I'm only just trying to ask these questions because the sellers do ask that anyone that goes through that home is pre-qualified or has some sort of credentials to show that they're actually interested in buying the house. Sure. My, my uncle, Shane Bergman, if you want to, you know, really get into the nitty gritty here. My Shane, Shane Bergman is my uncle. He owns, I don't know, 14 brownstones in Queens. Yes, we have, we have plenty of money. You got to take my word for it. Great. No, I trust you. Okay. Let's see set you, it up. See you Saturday. Are we confirmed? Damn, We're you done. sound like the it's sketchiest it, 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 buyer of all time. That's how they all sound on Zillow. <laughs> yeah, so what's the, what's so, the appointment? So, yeah, my cousin, my cousins, he's got a, he's a lender. It's an uncle. innocent question that isn't intended to, you know, develop 
I don't want to offend anyone by asking that. It's a, it's a, the question is structured enough to where someone would be like, oh, I haven't talked to them. Or yeah, then maybe they'll make up a line. Either way, it will open up other questions and other conversations that will come through naturally. Um, and I totally understand like why people would not feel like asking that is correct or not being so blunt about it. I get it. I get all sides of it. But um, a lot of the comments in there are spot on because many of us agents have wasted way too much time working with unqualified buyers when we had actually buyers that we should have been delegating that time to and we couldn't because we had some jack wagon that want to kick the can down the road because we didn't ask the appropriate questions up front. Yeah, jack That's wagon. just my stance on it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Marie, Marie, how, what do you think? I mean, we've all wasted times on buy it, right? But like, it's one appointment. You know, I think everybody yeah. here right now would kill for one, you know, an extra appointment a week or two appointments a week. And you're not going to show them 10 homes before you ask them for pre-approval. It's just kind of getting in front of them that first time then. Ask yeah. Them. I think my approach is a little bit different, but that's because I think I conduct my business in a different way. I have a lot of inbound appointments being set. Like I am not sourcing appointments. I have people scheduling appointments with me. So if they're scheduling an appointment with me to talk with me and get an understanding of the area, like I know that they're motivated. So I'm just having a conversation with them. Like, um, on the front end, when they're scheduling this call, I'm like, Hey, what is it that I need to know? Um, and then I'll ask them on the phone, like, hey, tell me about your move to Nashville or tell me what we're looking to accomplish today. So I let them lead that conversation. And then from there, I might give them guidance on like, hey, have we had conversations or like financial conversations with a lender? If they say yes, then I'll say great. Um, if they say no, and I'll say, well, hey, here are our next steps. And I'll go ahead and send them my list of pre like preferred lenders. Um, say, hey, before we get ready to start um, seeing some homes, we want to make sure that we've got the finances in order. So I feel like um, I don't really take on appointments for people who aren't qualified, but I also take the ownership of like, hey, these are our next steps. And unless we meet these things, like we're going to be on hold. So once you get these things taken care of, let me know and I'll be happy to schedule some things. Um, I don't really have people who reach out trying to view homes sporadically, like just casual window shopping. I would say this is a question you should be asking to your referral partners. If you're taking on a referral, if there's anyone who has wasted my time, it's not organic buyer leads. It has been agent to agent referrals where maybe the agent hasn't done enough pre-qualification on the upfront where I have gone through and shown homes and, um, you know, gone on appointments, done like relocation trips. And it turns out that maybe the buyer truly didn't have a job secured in Nashville, but they said that they did, or maybe they truly don't have the finances. So um, I would take a spin on this in this case, like, hey, I might ask these buyers these questions, but if I'm taking on agent to agent referrals, this is a question I need to start implementing with the agents who are trying to send me business. So Dan, I don't know about your situation, but uh, you, you mentioned- It's good by me. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Um, but I would use that as a qualifier for referrals. And there's a lot of context around it too. Cause it's like, Dan, yeah. if it was a Zillow call, you know, like, of course that's going to be crafted a little bit differently, but something that I've implemented and I've talked about, I think on this show before is, is the implementation of forms, um, for any lead that comes in. So if you were to like reach out to me, assuming it wasn't just, if, even if it's a Google lead, if you're a Google lead and yeah. you come in, you're like, Hey, I want to see this property. I'm going to respond back. It's going to be text. I'm going to say, Hey, 
uh, you know, happy to help, excited to work with you. When you have two minutes, can you please fill out the following form? I have a yeah. form that is a hot, like a keyboard shortcut on my phone. It's a Google form and it asks them how soon they're looking to buy, if they're pre-approved or working with a lender, if they're cash or financing, price range, where they're looking to buy, where they currently live, um, and, and a couple other questions there. It literally takes them two minutes and it knocks out all that shitty questioning that you have on like that initial phone call. And anytime I tell people about that, they're like, no way, it's a form. It's too clinical. Like think about any other service that you go to. Like you're filling out a, a form talking about the pain in your back when you're going to a chiropractor or what else hurts. Like you're going to the doctor, you're, you know, when your medications you're allergic to. So the forms for me have addressed all of those questions. And I've sent it to 90 people in the last 12 months. And like 83 of them have filled that form out without wow. even hesitation. They fill it out. I, I have all their data aggregated. I know where they're coming from, how many of my buyers are working with lenders or not. And it just queues up next questions. It's just like, to me, that's been the game changer for my business, the forms. It's not the questioning. I, I think that that makes a lot of sense too. And I think you're right though. It, it is kind of context, right? Yeah. So if it's a Google lead, if it's somebody that knows you, like, yeah, okay, it's going to be a different conversation, right? Then a Zillow lead. I'm kind of just... I have a uh, flex, right? There's only 42 teams in my entire Metro that have oh. it. I think we're like top 10. So I am just like drilled, right? Like ALM, ALM, ALM. You have to say the word appointment 30 times for it's like pick up, right? So we're just drilled in, in this way. And honestly though, it, it really does work. Like all the percentages and their metrics, like it works for a reason. But the problem that I see is like, if I don't ask you, Shane, if you're pre-approved, right? Or if you've spoken to a lender, but then I look over at Eric on my next phone call and Eric maybe doesn't look like you and I don't ask him or vice versa, that is mm. a huge issue, right? So if unless it's a uniform like process, right? And I bet when Eric goes to read some of these comments, like I wasted time on this, I wasted time on that. You don't know who you're talking Discrimination. to. Discrimination. It, it so you have to I just keep it. it, whatever it is, your SO, whatever your question is, right? Like that you asked, right? Have you spoken to a lender lately? You gotta ask everybody or that form's gotta go to everybody because you never know and you don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable or alienated. So for sure, that and a lot of time though, like when you ask that question, we might we not, might not be asking it in the format of like trying to save our time. It might be because the person doesn't even know they're supposed to do that. Like how many first time buyers have you worked with, and they have no idea that they're supposed to talk to a lender or when? You know, so by asking that question, you could actually be educating them as well. So I think yeah. by thinking about it like that, instead of like, I'm trying to be the master and protector of my time and make sure that everyone has a prequel and they're working with their cousin before they ever fucking open a door for them. Like that was probably mindset of a lot of people. But if you're like, I'm literally like asking to like, make sure that they know like the, the process, I feel like that might look, be look easier. At, like, so for example, and when Eric puts up the comments, I haven't seen him yet. I would guarantee that an overwhelming majority of them are going to say that it's a time waster. And yeah. like, you got to think of the already the stigma around us, right? Like that guy, we just showed a clip of somebody chugging fucking milk out of somebody's refrigerator. So now, right, that's already the perception in these people's head. And now we're asking them what their financials are. It's like, you ever go car shopping, right? And you walk into the dealership and immediately they're like, hey man, like, yeah, let's run, you know, or hey Marie, like, let's, let's run your credit. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just, I, I just got here, man. I'm just, I'm just looking, right? Like, mm -hmm. that's kind of like the same scenario, right? And I guarantee you though, Shane, that a lot of these comments, Eric, maybe we can pull it up, Haley, they're probably yeah. all people talking. Yeah, we don't, about I'll, I'll read some of them. I mean, they're, they're basically 50, 50 down the line, but someone said, this is some dumbass advice right here. Professionals ask the tough questions, educate and don't tiptoe around the obvious. Even in the first phone call, homes move fast in our market and there's no reason to waste anyone's time, yours or theirs. Someone said, disagreed is not a date. It's a business transaction and a logical question to move forward. You're making a large purchase and asking me to dedicate my time and attention to guide you through the process. If there are things I need to know so properly uh then there's a lot of agreement as well so i think it's kind of kind of 50 50 but I, I like shane's tactics i like marie's 
I like yours, Dan. I think there's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, basically, Tom yeah. is just saying when you first talk to a buyer, obviously, the first thing you don't say to them is, awesome, cool. Are you pre-approved? Like the way you just work it in more naturally within <laughs> conversation. Do that. You ask them their sign I'm first sure. if they're a Scorpio yeah, or a exactly. Capricorn. Like, Everyone knows <laughs> that. Do they, do they believe in that. aliens or not? What, what are you just raw dog in the questions? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just watch just like that, that kind show, of raw so dog good. that milk. Oh Marie, what is your <laughs> sign? What is my sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm... What is what does that mean, personality wise? Um, I think that I'm I'm outgoing, adventurous, full of life. So I think nice. it's pretty spot on. But yeah, I'm not yeah. a really signs kind of gal. I was talking to a girl on Friday or Sunday night, uh, and they, I'm like, yeah, my birthday's February 16th. They're like, oh, you're an Aquarius. I'm like, what? What does that mean? And they literally wrote it out and it was like actually a very descriptive of like, of my life. Like all the signs are pretty spot on. I must say it's pretty, pretty pretty general general information. But like, once you start reading, you're like, shit, that does align with me a lot. And then it starts. And then the aliens come down and UAPs. And the first thing Tom tool asks them is if they're pre-approved and they just have a bazooka gun pointed at his forehead. And (laughs) back to the milk guy real quick though. Did you, so his his name was Mikey Rose. I I feel like the headline should have been milky Rose. Like I feel like that was like the low hanging fruit. And maybe we make shirts. This is like like free milky Rose. (laughs) I like the headline just says realtor guzzles milk. (laughs) Crazy. So I bet that guy asks that, people how much money they have in their bank account on the first. I mean, week. that guy. Yeah, that guy probably just tries to steal out of other people's. He can't be in real estate anymore, right? Shane, what is no, he, he still is. He, like, he was very. No, he was very apologetic about it too. He's like, "This was so unlike Sorry, me. Chris. I don't know what was going on." I mean, Dude, whatever that that's that story is long. Yeah, that's that not the first time that he did that. Like, I'm no. so sorry. That's so out of character. No, no, no. no. Thief, man. You waltzed in there and and you knew where that was. You, uh, you he knew, it, he knew the expiration date of that milk. He didn't even look <laughs> at it. He went straight in for the kill. It was ridiculous. I thought he was the milkman. I thought he yeah. was the one delivering uh, the milk. milk, milk I've never milk. been. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go. I was going to make a stupid joke. I was going to say, I've I'm never been more grateful that I'm lactose intolerant. You know, I'm yeah. both a real estate agent and, and then like, <laughs> if I were a seller, like, I, ugh, what a disgusting yeah. time. Yeah. Wait, is it intolerant or intolerant? Intolerant. You can't be lactose and tolerant. Like you, you can not tolerate you Eric's can personality. You can be lactose and Well, correct, but <laughs> no, I, I've only said that. So but you can't <laughs> physically be. You can't physically just be lactose. Yeah, you're yes, right. You're yeah, lactose. Right. You're lactose, and then also you're just tolerant of things. You are what you eat, so maybe you're just consuming way too much dairy, but you're just right. putting up with the side effects anyway. So right. anyway, yeah. anyway, let's move, let's yeah. let's move yeah. on to marketer of yeah. the week here. We got my enemy. No, we got the, uh, we got this guy. Let, let me explain something here real quick. So this guy, Kyle, has been absolutely crushing it on Instagram and TikTok. Viral videos. He did one that you've all probably seen if you're watching this, where it's, you know, how a Gen Z person shows homes. I think it got yeah. two million views. He did a couple other running videos that we're going to play talking about, you know, interest rates rising or dropping. Um and then he did another one that we'll also play. But this guy's been absolutely crushing it content wise. So let's play one of his videos and then I'll tell a little story about how I ruined my relationship with him. This is a rap video. I'm leaving the show. And and how I need to issue a public apology to Kyle Toomey. So this is the the first viral video he did. 2.2 million views. Play it. But it's over. Then you're driving home. 
take right there you know establishing the point that gen z has no attention span so he's running through the house he's actually showing the house he put a great tiktok trending audio that made it seem like this was a tiktok so it's like making fun of itself but it was still a great way to promote the listing so it's funny to other realtors and then it's also funny in general to consumers and then he did a an interview too where he said that i think he got a couple calls from this of people who actually wanted to see the house he got someone reached out for a listing. So awesome job by Kyle. And he's been creating a ton of content. I think this is his first viral video. And then let's play one more of his his videos here where he's doing this running thing, which is also genius because he's just in constant Very motion. Good. So it really picks up the eyes right away. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even like a, like a sick listing either. Like I pay attention to that. <laughs> so this is when interest rates were dropping. Loves running. Holy shit, he's bad. So if you're just listening on Spotify first, come over to YouTube and watch it so you can see all these. But another just genius, you know, it's a great hook. It's talking about what's going on in the market. Love what Kyle Toomey's doing. Let me get your guys' thoughts and then I'll issue a public apology to him. Fast as boy. He is an athlete that is entertaining. Uh, and again, that first house, like, I, this is no disrespect. That wasn't like a, you know, Sag Harbor, East Hampton, five, $10 million home. Like, he okay, caught our so. attention. We all watched. I probably would have watched that again just to see him jump. That, that was very athletic. So that yeah. caught my attention. He has great videos. I'm going to go follow him if I'm not right now. Yeah, his frolicking is 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 second to none. Um, yeah. But Kyle puts out a good variety of different content, and he's like a, a super good dude. If you just follow his content, you're going to see a lot of diversity there. Uh, with that last video you played, something that – kind of agitated me a little bit was I saw a lot of other agents do that exact same video after Kyle and didn't give that dude any fucking credit. And it pisses me off. There was actually one agent in particular that I commented on and brought, and I just, I feel like the whole R and D of that can be done in like a way that it's like, give the guy a little bit of credit for, for doing something awesome. Don't rip it off and fucking make sure like, like it's your own. But all you have to do is that video is awesome. Tag Kyle in the video yeah. and say inspired yeah. by Kyle. Give him Toomey. some love, dude. Mm-hmm. Give, yeah. give the guy some love. If you're the asshole that did that video and replicated Kyle and didn't give him any fucking love, man, fuck you. Oh, jeez. What if Shane's going to fight? Mm. Take it easy, man. All right. I, well, I know we're going to get Dallas, my guy. Hey, Shane, why don't you yeah. go make a t shirt right. about him, huh? So yeah. Red is the new black. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's in If he finds the guy, I am red. She's Kyle Toomey's content. I know who it is. I know who he is. I'm bigger than him. I'm bigger than him. I'm going to give it to him. I want Shane in my in my corner anytime I've got like some kind of internet some trolls. Beef. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna start tagging Shane in the comments. Be like, do Shane, it, do man. your thing. Yeah, Sick, I'm, I'm, like I'm, your, yeah. I'm the best friend you ever have and the worst enemy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's no, why I we keep having him on the show. <laughs> Love it. Keep keep him um, in our good side. 
Hope that I makes think a short it's clip great. Though. Like Kyle's content's great. I know a lot of people who were inspired by that, obviously, because it's relatable. Um, even we were doing a showing the other day and my husband was like, now, can you get a video of me running through this multi-million dollar property like that one guy on Instagram? And I was like, oh, you mean Kyle? So it's just so funny how one video can create such a brand awareness. Um, I feel like that video in particular, um, I mean, I'm not going to say he wasn't a household marketing name to begin with, but I feel like a lot of people have him on his radar. So when he's coming up with all these other additional videos, it's really just solidifying the deal for him. Mm -hmm. Wait, what's yeah. he's, he's crushing it. And the fact that people are ripping him off and replicating it just shows that he's doing something that's super engaging and that is, you know, changing, changing the game. Like this is very unique real estate marketing. Like every week we try to find something that's new. And this is, this is certainly what, one of those. What, what's, what's the last name? Did I, did I copy yeah. it? I, I did something very muni. No, no, yours to wasn't me. Gen Z. Your, yours was just going quickly through. See, that's another thing yeah. too. We always talk about this, Dan, Cryptonesia, where maybe that agent saw that video, you know, a couple mm. months back and then uh, was thinking about their video. It's just like, okay, I'm going to do a video like this. And they don't remember what they saw because you're scrolling so much. You see videos. This obviously happens all the time in like the meme game. It's like, did I see that? on um you know attorney problems yeah. i see that on this account I should, like I where is this coming from basically so you always I, try I'm to get one and a half minutes long so i i'm i'm safe I'm yeah that was not for gen z that was for for boomers if it was for <laughs> yeah, that was youtube that's long form content right there yeah, yeah. That, that was, was an idea that was just i didn't have any other ideas i'm like i'm just gonna like i love the house film it film film me <clears throat> all right sorry uh, sorry for clearing my throat right there i thought i muted you're good it. anyway yeah, kyle to me I would like to issue a public apology to you. This is what happened. I DM'd Kyle after I saw a couple of these videos. I was like, these videos are fantastic. If you ever want to collab on anything, let me know. I get a text from Lindsay Joe, who was facilitating the connection between myself and Kyle Toomey. Kyle Toomey had a video that came out last week. She said, hey, do you want to collab on this? I was on a Zoom at the time. I looked at the video. I was like, this looks good. Didn't really pay attention to it. I was like, yes, I'm down. He sends me the collab request. I didn't accept it for like 24 hours because I was like, ah, you know what? This actually isn't my style. And then I just kind of forgot, just moved on with my day. Then uh, Lindsay texted me saying, hey, are you going to accept this collab? And then I just was like, yes, sorry, accepted the collab. Afterwards, I kind of felt guilty about it because not only did I let him hang for 24 hours, but it also didn't feel like something that I would put on my page. Like I thought his first two videos were more in line with the Broke Agent brand. And this one was just about a last second offer coming in. It's still a fantastic video, but I was like, it's not really, not really my style. So I uncollabed, which is psychotic. So not only did I wait 24 hours, oh. I accepted the collab and I uncollabed because I started to feel guilty that I just oh, kind of didn't give up my brand, but I felt guilty that I didn't collab. So then you I accepted it. Him, dude? That is you realize crazy. how insane that is? So uncollab, dude. Oh my God. Oh and it was, it was, it was not a smart move by me. I felt really bad about it. And then it also, it took away a collab from him and his other team members that were actually in that video. So Kyle, mm -hmm. I apologize. That was a psychotic move on my part. I was all over the place that day. I should have just been straightforward from the beginning and just said, don't want to collab on this one, but would love to collab on a future one. And I would love to collab on a future with one, uh, mm -hmm. video and you are crushing it right now. And I apologize for the collab and uncollab. That was ridiculous behavior on my part. So full responsibility on me. Yes. I'm a moron.
What, what, what a guy of hey, accountability here and integrity. Yeah. Eric, any, anyone else you need to apologize to? I mean, we only got There's another, a lot another of people. Three, three hours. You got any other one else? <laughs> anyone else around here you want to apologize to? Shane, you got any apologies? We definitely don't. But I'm you're, not sorry for anything. No, but any, I got, you know, we, are we doing that? Or Dan, I'm we, sure you, I'm sure if we want to do an apology show, you you have more than three hours worth. You well, I have an entire yeah. week's worth. I have an entire Tom right Ferry notebook worth of, this is all just oh. 85 to apologize. 85 pages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do me a favor. Everyone listening to this, Go file, go follow Kyle Toomey. Let's blow this guy's page up. Go watch his content because he is absolutely crushing it. Yeah. Go follow, move me to Tennessee, Marie Lee. Great mm-hmm. content. Shane Bergman, always revolutionizing. Always, I don't know if that's a word. Yes, he's revolutionizing the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go follow Danny Deals. Join Bamax, okay? Use code WALKTHRU, W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U. We'll see you at the Tom Ferry Success Summit. We're throwing Bam Bash. It's going to be epic. See you all there.